welcome to the Business in the Front, Potty in the Back, Podcast. Podcast. I'm Lauren. <laughs> and I'm Michelle. I don't know why I'm not. Oh, we forget we have to like introduce our names. Yeah. Because I know who I am and you know who you are. I think that's why I was laughing because last time you were like so excited and then it's like, what's your name? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> no one knows who we are. We're just voices at the moment. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. So good. So welcome to the podcast where we have fun. We talk a bit of business as well. This episode is actually pretty business heavy, Lauren. It's uh, good because we're, we're kind of due for that. We've been having a bit of fun um, lately and carrying on like pork chops. So it's good to get into our more serious side um we're both wearing like little singlet tops at the moment though so i feel like we should be dressed um maybe with a little jacket or something like that to get into the mood what do you think oh you had to get into business yeah business mode yeah that's yeah. true well let's just <laughs> pretend we put that on but yes it's um i'm uh, actually recording this from my hotel room in darwin so it is hot here but it's uh it's really similar to can's weather to be honest i thought it was going to be maybe a bit hotter but it's not it's similar so, okay because yeah i i really struggled in darwin i felt like i was going to pass out the entire time i was there so that's interesting to hear that yeah she went for a run the other day oh my I god did. at like and, five uh, in the morning before the sun came up or what no i went at well i went at six thirty, but um yeah it's the air is so thick it does yeah. feel heavy it's, it's more like a blanket slog. Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah. It's insane. But, uh, you know, you never regret going. I I was totally going to go today and then I decided to treat myself and sleep in. But um, I'll be going tomorrow. So anyway, enough about that. How has your week been? No, well, tell me more because um, we are talking about business and you're there for business. So how how is it going? Is it, um, you know, working out as you expected? Is it all going to plan? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, so it's, we're recording this actually on a Thursday. You and I normally record on a Friday. Um, so we're not quite at the end of the week, but basically my Monday and Tuesday were, uh, I was teaching a workshop called success at work mm-hmm. and it was really, really good. And, uh, yeah, I had between six and nine people at any given time in the workshop. And, um, I thought it was really successful. And then, uh, Wednesday I kind of took the day off, did a few things, but in general took the day off. And then today and tomorrow, it's more about cold calling and just trying to introduce myself to other people in the area. Mm. Um, yeah, to just kind of say, Hey, this is the kind of stuff I'm doing. If you're interested in, in, you know, maybe getting me to come and, and do a similar workshop mm. for your organization. Cause I think that when you cold call and send emails. I'm not saying that, you know, that's not having an impact, but emails probably not as much less personal. Yeah. Yeah. Phoning is a little bit better, but actually taking the time to drop in and and leave them with a flyer about what I do is actually, I think going to be a really good business move. So that's what I'm That's what I'm up for. But yeah, the workshop itself was so good. I really love working with um, businesses and just kind of giving them different ways of maybe looking at the world and different alternatives to things that they've been doing. Not everything that I teach is like a new idea or anything, Mm, mm. but sometimes you need to be reminded of what you already know, but haven't been practicing, for example. I 100% Uh, agree with that. Yeah. So I don't know if you do this with your mentorships and stuff like that, but one thing that I think is one of the most important things about doing workshops is actually getting feedback 
afterwards. Yep. So I do feedback forms. So I say, you know, it's, it's kind of like different prompts. So I really enjoyed da da da. Like my main takeaway from day one was this, my main takeaway from day two was this. And then, you know, you kind of get them to answer different questions. And then I wish there was more of this. I wish there was less of this, any yep. suggestions kind of thing. And to help you improve. You know, hard. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard, you know, you don't, you're like, I don't really want to hand out a feedback form because I don't want to know what they really think. But um, when you have a feedback form, you actually can repurpose it for testimonials, which is really yes. fantastic. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is that also, something you need to get permission to do? If you... I don't have their name on it. I oh, actually okay. So I just say what people are saying and then I quote what people have written in the feedback forms. Yeah. That's a great idea. I never actually thought about using that as a testimonial. Yes. So I did say to the people, like, if you want to put your name on it, go ahead. And um, some of them did. And then, you know, some of them didn't. So it doesn't matter to me if your name's on there. But uh, one thing I will say is that when you ask for a feedback, you will be surprised at how it can change what you do. And the last two workshops that I've done, um, they're actually the, like the beginning of my workshop series. So they're the first ones that I've done as well. <laughs> so the last two are the first two. Oh my gosh. I learned so much just from small little feedback. Like for example, um, the workshop I did in the first place, they suggested that I, this is seriously a no brainer, Michelle, that I embed my videos into my presentation, whereas normally I had all the links. So I was going to the links in the presentation instead of embedding them in, which I didn't really take the time to realize I could do. So ah. that changed everything because that's what I did this time. They also recommended that I get a workbook because a lot of the things that people were doing, I was, I had paper and sticky notes and pens and all that stuff that they could use, but having kind of everything in one workbook and then also having worksheets that they could use in the workbook or having sort of, um, you know, little reminders of the slides. So mm. I had like a 15 to 20 page workbook that I created as well for this workshop. Yeah. So it was really helpful. And then what I learned from this workshop as well was one of the comments was that day one should be day two and day two should be day one. And I went, Oh my God. And I realized she was right because on day two, I'd kind of set it up that we really amped everything up. We were doing a lot of like hands-on learning, like time management training, uh -huh. all that kind of stuff. And then, she, and I realized that that actually would have been perfect for day one yeah. because people aren't tired from all the crazy stuff they've been learning on day one. They're yeah. fresh. They can, they can retain the information better. They can learn a new program. And then the day two is a lot more about personal development mindset. So, you know, to be honest, if I really honest. think that if I hadn't asked, I might not have realized that that could have been a better flow or better mm. transition. So it was just mm. such an amazing decision to, to ask for feedback. So I really oh, yeah. strongly recommend anyone listening. And also if you're not already doing that to just do it, it will make you so much better. Yeah. I love that. Great advice. Really good advice. And it takes courage, I think. Well, I don't know if it's courage is the right word, but it takes, um, yeah, probably courage to take that on board yeah. because, you know, if we have a lot of ego going on, we're like, oh my God, how offensive. Like, I can't believe she said that. And, you know, rah, rah. And it's like, well, no, because that person's taken the time to write that. We need to respect that and honor that. So I'm going to write a little note down. That feedback is a great 
little piece of advice there. Really love that. Um, the, it's them speaking uh, their truth is, too. Yes. And when they do it anonymously, they can feel a little bit more. Yeah, open they won't be judged. Yeah. yeah. The other thing too is that if you have a, like for you, a lot of what you do is online. So you can actually go to SurveyMonkey and you can get them to fill out an anonymous feedback form via SurveyMonkey for free. I think you have oh, that's a good one. Questions. Let's get that in the show notes. Yeah. So that's really good. Uh, and then the other thing too is it's exactly what you said. It's like, yeah, it takes bravery for sure and courage to be able to like read these comments. But believe me, I also discern. So sometimes I read mm. a comment and I go, I do not agree with that at all. And I will not be doing that. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah. at least when I get those gems, I go, holy shit, that it was, it's, it's total no brainer. That's yeah. great. I love so that. So it's, it's good. And I don't take it personally. Like, I think we probably talk a bit about this a bit on the show, but I don't get high in someone else's supply, nor do I get too down on what they say either. So oh my I God, just, that's fantastic. Did you just come up with that? Or is that no? like a saying? Getting high on your own supply. That's like a, it's like a total saying for is drugs. That, I've never heard <laughs> yeah. of it. Oh my God, I yeah. love that. I love that. You never get high on your own supply, Michelle. You get high on someone else's. <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. That's great. I thought you just made it up. I'm like, my God, this girl's oh, a maybe genius. Maybe that's a Canadian saying. I don't know. This girl's um, a genius. But the, the whole point is that, you know, I think we've talked about it many times, but if somebody's going to build me up, um, you know, and then somebody's going to tear me down, well, which of those two people are correct, right? That's you. You know, yeah. very often, I like, I'm going to listen to only the good stuff. It's like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you just take on what feels right to you and, and really just leave the rest. Because yeah. I think if we look at outside perspectives continuously to build us up, then we're going to get in some real problems. Because, you know, you and I have talked about it before. We're not the same. We've been born in different eras to different people to different in different countries, da, da, da. And even though I respect you, love your opinion, (laughs) I might not agree with you on everything, you know? I'm sure you do secretly. Agree with you on everything? Yeah. No, No, we have a lot of different opinions. Yes. You walk out of the cinema. I'm staying there. I'm paying my 30 bucks. I'm staying in that cinema. I forgot we don't have that in common. Yes. And that's very true. What's up with you? Uh, Well, it's interesting because it sort of ties in with what you were saying um, a little bit with um, it's been very quiet um, again. So I've had a little bit of a quiet week this week and um, you know, really having that sort of moment of like, oh my God, I don't think I'm ever going to have another client ever. But like, you know, Monday and Tuesday were quite busy. And then it was a little bit, you know, less busy on Wednesday, yesterday. Oh, it was like the end of the world, Lauren. And I'm just sitting there trying to like rationalize this in my own head. And I'm like, oh my God, like Monday and Tuesday were so full on. And then I have a quiet day and I'm like, it's meltdown territory. And it's, I think it's just a bit of ego for me as well. And I, I think that when my husband got home and I, So I said to him, you know, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't have a lot of clients today. I feel really bad and blah, blah, blah. And it was, you know, not a lot of clients for the rest of the week. And um, he goes, that's all right. He said, just use the time to like work on zero, like get your stuff on zero because I need to set all of that up. I haven't done that yet. And he said, if you've got downtime, you know, set that up, put all your stuff in it, all your info for tax next year. So he wasn't, he wasn't bothered whatsoever. And I was like carrying around all this guilt and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh. Okay. Oh. And then as soon as I hit that realization, 
the booking started coming in last night and I've had more just flowing in today, just out of the blue. I haven't done anything different. I'm like, I put up a couple of posts on um, the aura pages yesterday and that was it. And then they've just started coming in again. So I think sometimes we can just block that flow. And I feel like I did do that where I was sort of looking at my bookings and, and sort of thinking, Oh gosh, there's not a lot of people there. And I was worried about, you know, just a few things in the background. And I spent yesterday, literally, I did a morning of like, I got my Wii Fit out, Lauren, and I was like doing the boxing, I was doing the Tai Chi, the yoga. I was up there for like three hours. It was crazy. Three hours. Wow. I burnt like 560 kilo uh, calories or something. Kilos. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, not kilos. Um, I'd be dead. <laughs> I'd be a bit um, Yes. So, yeah, it was amazing. You'd be dead if you had that many kilos to even lose. I know, I know. Um, but it felt really, really good. And so instead of just sort of wallowing around, you know, I just, I was like, what do I want to do? I want to go up there and do all of these amazing, you know, things. And the movement is great. So moving meditation and all that sort of stuff. And uh, it just lifted, you know, it just lifted that mood. And then I had a chat to Jason. This is how I'm feeling. And he was like being ridiculous. And then as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, okay. And then everything just started flowing again. And I've got all the bookings come in because it's all energy. You know, that's the thing with the work that I do. So that was great. And then I've got another the mentorship client. So I've got another uh, one-on-one client, which is great. So locked in for 10 weeks and it's, yeah, it's great. So I'm really pleased that I came to that uh, conclusion. Now it's interesting because I mentioned a little while to you, a while ago to you that I had that uh, lady give me negative feedback and I hadn't had any negative feedback before oh, yeah. after that Facebook live and uh, yeah. she's written me off. So that's, that's done and dusted. But what was uh, interesting this week is I had a reading on Monday during my Facebook live and a lady said, look, can you connect to this person who was dead, found dead on the weekend and it's on behalf of a colleague of mine and their friends. And I was like, okay, so Facebook lives very, very quick. The last feedback I received, which was negative was during a Facebook live. And I had, you know, maybe sped up too much or, you know, said things too quickly and she didn't understand. So right. I have been very cautious. And so I was like, okay, well, um, you know, this girl, she's been on a night out. So she's had a bit of a night. She's been drinking, you know, it's been a big night. And then what she's showing me is there's something missing from my handbag. And she just was looking around my whole room while she was here. This is during a Facebook live, each connection, maybe like four minutes, five minutes maximum for each person. And the whole time she was looking for something in a handbag. And I said, look, I can't move past it. I said, for some reason, she's given me the night out. She's given me, she was driven home. And then I've just looking in my handbag and it's, there's something missing. And that's it. And so she private messaged me and I said, can you follow up with your, with your colleague? She asked the colleague what happened and the colleague said they'd been on a huge night out. It was on a, it was on the Saturday night, I think it was a huge night out. And, um, and this is a Monday when she communicated with me and uh, the girl, the colleague had dropped her home and she was convinced she'd had quite a bit to drink. She was convinced that her makeup was missing from her handbag. So I picked this up in like 30 seconds. Like you don't have a lot of time in this forum, but Wow. Um, she got out of the car, she dropped her off at her house and then they don't know what happened after that. And then she was found dead. So they believe it's suspicious um, circumstances, but she was convinced there was something missing and she went looking for it. So she, when she came in the room, she was still confused. She's still earthbound. She hasn't gone through the light or anything like that. And she was still looking for that thing missing from a handbag. And her, her colleague said, yeah, it was makeup. She was convinced that the makeup was gone. And so she went off looking for it and she got, she's dead. So, it was so interesting and I really, I kind of really appreciate now that I look back at the feedback that I received from that other lady, 
that I now take the time to slow down. And this girl's hanging around me because you can see all my hair going up on my arm. She won't leave me alone. So I've now messaged the girl and I said, can you check with your colleague and see if it's okay for me to communicate with her, get her story. And then you might have some more information about what happened after, after she was dropped off. Wow. No one knows what happened to her. Look at my hair. Yeah. So she wants to oh communicate. She wants to tell me what's going on, but I have to ask permission because I don't want to do that without their permission. Um, because obviously I've got to pass the information oh. on, you know? So, right. Yeah. I think it was a good lesson. And I just thought that fitted in well with the feedback that you were talking about. It was really, really, really hard to hear that. But I do talk quickly and I do try to get to as many people as I can because it's my business. But ultimately, it's also people's lives. And I feel like that was a really good lesson yeah. for me to make me slow down. Oh, I think so too. And I think because you're such a matter of fact speaker, yes, I'm quite like a wine. Interpret, they interpret, misinterpret that as lacking compassion, I think sometimes, which that's not true. Yes, I agree. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You're like the conduit for the information. Yeah. And if in fact, if you were really like sad and crying and whatever, people wouldn't get the information. Like you wouldn't yeah. deliver the information. I'd be too too affected by it all. Yeah. 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 So it's a really good lesson and I'm grateful. Just wanted to yeah, throw that in. So that was a really good uh learning for me this week. So Lauren, the theme. Um, do you want to get into maybe explaining a bit about the theme uh for this week? Well, I actually think maybe you should because you chose it. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. Um, so the business network, <laughs> What the reason that we came up with this is because I'm sort of going through it at the moment. Um, so we've got like a little community here. I'm in a, an estate on the Sunshine Coast and I've just actually yesterday filled out my form to join Aura Connected. So Aura Connected is the kind of underneath Stockland. This is a Stockland development. Uh, they created Aura Connected because the idea is that there'll be a bunch of like you know, committees and subcommittees and eventually Stockland will step out and then we all have to kind of take over running the community. And there's a lot of home businesses here, a lot of people more so during COVID and, and after COVID, a lot of home businesses. And so a lot of that, a lot of the time people don't realise we are all here. You know, a lot of us don't have A-frames out the front of our house to advertise that. So the idea was to uh, get everyone sort of connected and, and networking and, and things like that. So Aura Connected started and then we formed Aura Business. So we're in the process of kind of, you know, forming that committee, the subcommittee. Um, we've got six members at the moment. We're all women and we're organising an inaugural event. So that was sort of where I guess the theme came from. And I felt like it might fit in with what we talk about and especially being the business aspect of that because, you know, some of us, we're all business owners, obviously, each of us. So we have an idea about running businesses, but it's like looking at how do we get people together and networking and organizing those sorts of things and getting businesses on board and getting people to donate things is the process we're going through at the moment. So um, I just thought that might be a good one to chat about today. Why do you need people to donate stuff? Well, with our first event, we're looking to hand out uh, goodie bags and things like that. So we were thinking that if we had people in the industry, in the area who run their own businesses, you know, some of them are like beauty therapists. So they may be able to donate little bottles of nail polish or, you know, something like that. So we're just looking for like yeah. goodie bags and, and things to do at our inaugural event. Um, so we were, yeah. And, and we've sort of decided, and I'll talk more about it during the, during the conversation, but we've decided that some of those things might be a little bit difficult to organize um, at this kind of stage because we haven't met everyone yet. We've got a lot of names and numbers and email addresses, but we haven't kind of met everyone. So I think it might be easier to have everyone in the room and then be walking around and going, Hey guys, has anyone got any ideas about what you can donate, you know, future events and 
um, and things like that. So yeah, that's sort of where we're where we're at. And the estate, the development that I'm in, um, is going to be massive. It's developing over 30 years. Um, so there's a lot of land being cleared for the area that I'm living in. And we've got an industrial park here as well. So we've got a massive, massive storage area. Um, storage King is here. And then we've just got this huge industrial area. So there's going to be all kinds of businesses already in there and more going in. So um, it's got a really big um, potential for businesses, people running businesses from here. So, yeah. So where are you going to do this? It's like a, so it's basically you're having an event, kind of like a social sort of. Yeah, like a networking, um, networking catch up. Thing, yeah. yeah. The idea is that we're going to have a bunch of them, but this is just the inaugural one to get everyone together. Uh, and basically we want them to kind of sign up to Aura Connected and then Aura Business. You've got to go through Aura Connected uh, and become part of that. And then we've got a bunch of ideas around how we can, uh, get people to shop locally. The idea is to get them to shop locally because we're in Caloundra essentially, but we're an estate. So the idea is to get people to kind of shop within Aura and then only go out to Caloundra for other things that you know, can't get in here, like buying a push bike mm -hmm. and things like that. There is going to be a bike shop um, in that industrial park, but pretty much everything. I mean, we've, got a, we've got a world gym going in here. So pretty much everything except a service station you can do in Aura. So that's what we're trying to encourage. Shop local, essentially, is our is our brand, our theme. Right, right. Yeah. So, like so how are you going to? It's more local. How are you going to promote it to the normal people, like the non-businessy people? Because you really want to focus. Like, or is it just business people supporting business people? It's, it's or business it's people supporting business people. Uh, yeah. But what we'll do, we've got a Facebook page. So for the people who don't own a business or whatever that is, we will promote that through Aura Connected. And so a lot of the people who don't own businesses but just live here, they're on Aura Connected, their Facebook page, and we'll promote via their page. So if people are here and they want to know where the businesses are and all that sort of stuff, they can find out there. So it'll be sort of a, a one-stop shop like a go-to um, and we've already got some support. We've got an IGA here as well. So we've got some support from those guys to do uh, meetings there and things like that as well. So that's really handy. Um, but we are really building it from the ground up and I've never done anything like this. I mean, I've attended chamber of commerce meetings and I attended one a couple mm. of weeks ago and they're great. Um, but you know, it is interesting too, Lauren. I just wanted to mention with that chamber of commerce meeting, because you know, you know me, I haven't been unemployed, uh, since I was 14. I haven't managed to get a job up here. I have managed to get a job in Brisbane. I apply for jobs everywhere, like 50, 60 jobs. And I was at that chamber of commerce meeting. It was really interesting because I was talking to a guy who's involved in like real estate and I was saying to him, you know, it's so difficult because I was made redundant in March and I said, I applied for a million jobs. There was like nothing going here. My husband's been applying for things up here and my friend Penny in the police service has been applying for things up here. And we can't even get like an interview. Like none of us have, I mean, Penny's had a couple of interviews if she's lucky. I didn't get any. And he kind of just said, well, that's ridiculous. Like that's not the truth. And I said, well, what? Like it, it kind of is. And he's like, no. And he's like, cause real estate, we're doing this and we're doing the videos and we're doing all these things. So we need more producers and all this stuff that's going on. And he was telling me they're creating 500 jobs on the sunshine coast. And I'm like, I, okay, maybe it's that we're not qualified for them or they're not being advertised to them because I've got many people who are trying to get jobs up here. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people in Victoria would want to move up to the sunshine coast. I don't feel like the jobs are available. So it was just a very interesting conversation mm -hmm. at that chamber. Well, of someone's vetting, right? Someone's vetting all those applications. Yeah, that's it. So if they, 
accidentally skip yours yeah, or it. and it's not the business it's always an agent they're tired yeah you know and they, they like just it's just you. human probably going through everything to see whether or not you've met the criteria yeah it's also part of it yeah i agree so i just thought that was i don't know it was just an interesting perspective but i found it a little offensive because i was like well i am going for a lot of things i'm going for a lot of jobs and I didn't even get an interview. My friend, yeah, Penny's been up here for three years and she can't get an interview either. So, yeah, I'm not sure um, what that was about. But anyway, that's Chamber of Commerce and what we're trying to do is similar to that, but we're um, doing it locally, so within Aura. So, yes, we will promote to the people who aren't business owners, but at the moment we are all business owners, we're all women, and it's all a bit of a um, fumbling away through in the dark. Now, what was interesting about what we've been doing, Lauren, and um, you may have some uh, comment to make about this, is they wanted to do an inaugural event this month. So we only formed the committee in October and they were talking about doing their inaugural big, you know, get everyone together, all the business owners in this month, November. And so we only had about four weeks to do it all. And I said to them, look, um, at the time I agreed and then, we sort of had a couple of meetings, we're meeting every week. And I just said, you know what, like November, if we get all of this happening, it's all about energy for me. If we get all this happening, we've got all the energy towards it. We've got everyone there. They're all meeting each other. It's all exciting. And then we have Christmas and everyone goes on holidays. And then we've got to like get all the energy happening again in the new year, like build it all up again. And it'll almost be like the inaugural event anyway. So I just said, look, can we, maybe we do something in February um, after the school holidays and everything else is finished and, and the kids are back at school. And then we've got the energy going. It's a new year. It's 2021. We've had COVID-19 this year. It's all been happening. And they, they agreed, which is great. So I think that's a good decision because I just felt like, oh, my God, I don't know that I want to do something in November. And then everyone's away and you just yeah, feel like you kind of lose the sense. momentum. Yeah. yeah. I think also yeah. November, I was talking to my astrologer friend. She's going to be on the afterlight coming up. By the time this air, oh, she'll already been on there. So people could go check that out because it'll already be on. But yeah, she was kind of giving me the impression that November, December is still going to be a hard time. Yes, it is. And we've had uh, Mercury getting a little spiritual. I know this is business, but getting a little spiritual for a moment. Um, we have had uh, Mercury in retrograde. And what that means is essentially Mercury appears to be going backwards. So there's been a lot of issues. We actually, and I didn't mention this at the top of the show, and I probably should have, but we actually had uh, the contract on our house fall through. So we had a contract on our house on the Gold Coast oh. and we thought it was sold. We thought it was all done and dusted and it's fallen through. So I was reading about Mercury in retrograde and what that, uh, what that said, the definition was around don't sign contracts, don't try and do anything with technology, all of these sorts of things. And I've been having that contract fell through. I've been having all sorts of glitches with technology where people haven't been able to connect to me and all this sort of stuff and people trying to make bookings and they haven't gone through. So it's not the sort of time it's difficult. It's just difficult. So Mercury came out of retrograde in uh, November three or November three, but we're still feeling the effects until November 20. And today is the 18th, I think, or 19th. Um, so 19th. So we come out very, very soon, but, that that made a lot of sense to me because our contract fell through and our agent ha has been working as a real estate agent for 18 years and he said this has never ever happened to me never and the person had put down a forty thousand dollar deposit like we had the money in the bank it was in there with our wow. lawyer dollar deposit yeah that's insane. the money was with our solicitor we had forty thousand dollars yeah 
And, and so they were sure they were definite and then they bailed and they didn't have a good reason. They didn't give us any reason. Um, so it you was give them really their money back. Uh, we kept a, a, par- a portion, a percentage. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we had given up. We were just like, great, sold, excellent. We weren't doing open homes, nothing. And then they pulled out before the Pester building was even done. So I know in Cairns, yeah. a lot of houses are falling through. So the real estates, even if they're under offer, they're continuously showing people through houses that are under offer because they're yeah. just not. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably should have done that, but they just sort of took their focus well, off. Well, now you know. Yeah. Well, at least you made a little profit off the deposit. Yeah. But I mean, we've lost a lot as well. So yeah, it's a shame, but um, yeah. Yeah, Mercury in retrograde and it is real. And when I sort of, cause I was really struggling uh, and, and, you know, obviously this week my bookings are down. So I think that's contributing to a lot of that as well. The energy is just all over the place, but because tomorrow's the 20th, I now have all the bookings coming through again. So I just have to really know that I'm in the industry that is going to be affected by all those sorts of things. So I think it was the right decision yeah. in terms of with this, you know, inaugural event to make it next year. It gives us more time to plan as well. And I'm doing a lot of the media. So I'll be approaching different media outlets to see if they want to do a story on us. Um, the fact that we formed this little committee and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's quite interesting. And, you know, just our backgrounds. I mean, one of us is a hypnotherapist regressionist who does, you know, hypnobirthing and teaches that. And, you know, we've all got interesting backgrounds. Shalan is um, a Pilates uh, studio owner. So she's from Scotland. And I obviously have my little spiritual business. Elaine is a nurse by trade. Um, so we've all got very interesting backgrounds. And we've got another lady who is part of um, an events company. So she's uh, organizes events and things like that. And another lady actually went for a counselor role. So she was actually going for um, counselor, Sunshine Coast counselor. So she's got a lot of contacts and things like that. So I feel like it's a good little committee. But it is interesting that there's no guys involved. It's all women. And I just feel like women are very good organizers. Not that guys aren't, but we're just all women. And that's just the mm. way that it's worked out. So I have a good I'm idea playing. for you. Yeah. Something that came to me is basically get a map of your area. And yes. then... Writing this down. So get a map. And then you can have somebody on Fiverr rework it so it's like looks like it's been hand drawn kind of make it look funky and then highlight all the different businesses and then on the right hand side have like a legend of what you know a1 is like michelle price the light worker and then a little like one one liner about what you do or where to find more that's great i love that different small businesses have these flyers and so when you go and you buy something oh, they give it to you yeah. so then it's, yeah. it's reinforcing to shop local love that and reinforcing all the um, opportunity that they have in your area so but it's also up. giving them a map and showing them you know how it's really not that far and that kind that's of that's great i love that i love that and fiverr is that like a canva type thing or no, well, it's like, a, so it's F-I-V-E-R-R. I'll put that in show notes, yeah. You basically pay somebody to rework it for you. You oh, put like a little right. ad on there and then yep. people like pitch for your content. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Like I they pitch to do that. the job, sorry. And then, That's but great. look at their portfolio. Make sure that you're choosing somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. Because I know there are mixed reviews on Fiverr. Some people really have a not great time some people have a fine time you need to pick the person properly at the beginning you know okay, so check the portfolio 
Good advice. Check the portfolio. Make sure you go through how many changes you get. You know, all that kind of stuff. Gee, that's good advice. I love that. Fiverr. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, um, yeah, so we're planning at the moment for February and I will add that into my list um, when I chat to the ladies next. Um, they did actually have a lot of really good ideas about what we could do and that sort of thing. And one of them, and look, they're, I, I don't know if they're very basic or not, but um, basically what we were thinking about was along the lines of having like um, stickers and things like that. So if you're part of the network, then you have a little sticker. So it's like shop local or whatever it On is. On your window. Yeah. So people can see, yeah. like they go in and, and they can see that, but the flyers are great with the maps and this is where everyone is. This is where everyone's located. I think that's a really good idea. Um, yeah. but yeah, the stickers, uh, we were thinking about doing so that people could see and also like an incentive. So, um, you know, those old little shopper docket kind of things, a little, yeah. you know, you have them available within the business or whatever, and people can sort of take them and then they can shop at the other, you know, shop local kind of things, get a discount at the IGA, get a discount at Mr. Z, the coffee shop. Um, so that sort of incentive to shop at those locations, but also we were thinking, do you remember like staff member of the month and things like that when you're working in like, I don't know, burger chain or whatever. Um, and we were thinking that we could have like a business of the month and have them up on our Facebook page, up on Aura Connected. Um, and they're the business of the month for whatever reason, like there'd be a reason for that, that they're voted in business of the month and it would be within the networks that will be by the other business owners and things like that or potentially, I guess, just people who are living here haven't figured that out yet. But we're just trying to think of incentives to keep people within this community. Um, Just with business of the month, I just, like, I love that. But I will say that if you have 20 businesses and you're featuring one business a month, then somebody's got to wait 20 months to get their business featured. And I just think it's going to be messy. Okay. Think about that. Yeah. Okay. Also business pass, like a passport concept sometimes works. Okay. What does that mean? Be like, um, you could almost turn your flyer into like a little flip book. Oh, we can put stamps on it or something. Stamps or you could have like each page has a little offer. Like expo. Like a little, um, I don't know, even just like a little handbook. That's great. Yeah, I love just that. keep in mind that, you know, everything is well-intentioned, but when you're, if I'm a business person and I have to wait 20 months to get my business featured, I'm going to be questioning that. Mm, but you got to think about it. This a long time. Yeah. This wait. is being developed over 30 years. So this whole, you know, place. So it's not just the here and now it's like, you know, looking yeah. out over the 30 years, what's going to be here then, you know, there's businesses coming, going, like transitioning and all of those sorts of things too. Um, I think so keeping sort of everyone equal is going to be more advantageous okay. to the longevity of this group. Yes. Okay. I think highlighting, highlighting people, the only, the way that you could highlight them though, if you really wanted to, would be to have the networking at their venue. So whoever, like the IGA, yeah. that was really smart of them. Yeah. So you would maybe do some socials. That would be an incentive for them to help out. Yeah. Um, and then you would tag people like, hey, you know, look at all the little goodie bags, da, 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 so that everyone involved gets a, gets a tag. Yeah. But I think that profiling one business a month is going to, anyway, it might work, but yeah. I just wouldn't. 
Yeah, it was just an idea. We actually have women sort of really uh, putting their heads together. I think with the event planner, that's been really helpful because there's some things that we suggested and she just went, nah, like nah, you know, because she sort of does this, like she's into that uh, for her living, that's her living. And it's just good that she's sort of based here because really with what she does, um, she could be based in Brisbane or another location, but luckily they've got a location up here she works out of. So we're also talking about like a cork board and, and these are all very basic, I know, but the cork board, I mean, I tell you what, I went around when I started this business with my little business cards and I just pl- I just pinned my business card to every cork board I could find. So I was going to all the like yeah, help. Yeah, that's great. And- places and I just popped my yeah. business card up and then I say to people like how did you find out about me and they're like oh I just saw your business card it was on the cork board and I'm like amazing and there's cork boards at like Woolies and Coles and you know all of that like the notice board kind of thing so what we were thinking about was there's a IGA as I said but we thought about putting a, a notice board or something up there we're going to ask them if we can do that and then businesses can sort of pin their little cards and things up there. There is a cork board over uh, in where the sales centre is, but not too many people go through there. This is more of a thoroughfare where the IGA is. So we just thought that might be another good way um, of promoting what we're doing, you know, promoting our inaugural event or the other events that we have coming. And we're thinking we're going to meet sort of monthly. And we've got a business directory. So we're, we're putting that together ourselves and then we're going to make that public. So that'll be similar to what you were talking about with the map. But I think the map is really good because it really, it's easy to look at as opposed to having this kind of alphabetic, you know, business directory that you're sort of scrolling through and stuff like that. But that is going to be on our, yeah. our Facebook page and the Facebook page oh. is looking really good. So yeah, I feel like it's all sort of coming together, but I guess like this is a really good learning for me because I'm, I'm a, new business owner I haven't even had a business for like a year and now we're trying to like form this committee and it's just quite hilarious to me because I'm like what what is going on like after bloody three months I was running a mentorship program and I'm like I don't even know what I'm doing yet and I'm running this mentorship program it's so funny because I think you're the same I've always been this kind of baptism of fire kind of person like I've just been like started studying journalism suddenly I'm working in a commercial radio newsroom reading the news what the hell like I didn't even know how to read like I know how to read but you know read like a newsreader um and it's like everything just happens like that it's incredible and this is the same it's like you know I've been running a business for seven months and now we're we've got this committee and it's like we're trying to get business owners together and all of this stuff but sometimes I think that that youthful enthusiasm is good you know sometimes that's a a good thing because I don't know everything and I'm like learning from the other girls and you know Jamie's been running her business she was at Noosa so she's been running her own business for like seven years or eight years or something and she's younger than me and I just find that really inspirational you know it's inspirational to be around women like that who are succeeding you know who are making a success of of their business and Shalane you know to come out here from Scotland and, and start this Pilates studio and it's rocking you know, they've got their trivia team, you know, you've got, you know, when you succeed, when you have a trivia team and it's under the name of your Pilates studio, you know, that's, that's success for me, big time. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to give a little bit more value to our listeners. So, um, I think that one thing to think about as well is just making sure that if you're going to be involved in a business network of this kind, or you're going to join another one that's already established, to make sure that you know what you're getting into because I was involved in a business organization network, which I won't name, but it's a big organization and you have to pay to be involved in everything. And like one of the challenges from that was that people didn't say, didn't do necessarily what they said they were going to do a lot of the time. 
And also one of the things that the organization was known for was to um, shop local, basically, to use people within the group. Okay, that was it was all about if you need a service to use somebody within the group. And I can tell you right now that I did do that and sometimes it didn't go very well. So I used a videographer, for example, to do one of my videos and they did not do a good job and mm. I couldn't really, I didn't really, I should have fired them, but I didn't. And it went on for five months when it didn't need to go that long and it just wasn't a good experience and I ended up leaving this group. And so the only thing I want to say is that when you have business networks, they're really great. They're really, they're re there's a lot that goes into them that's really good. But you also need to be careful that, you know, everyone is doing what they say they're going to do, that yep. people are on an equal plane, that, you know, I mean, this is the issue that happens, right? If you want to shop local, if you want to go to a local place, but their prices are 10 times more expensive, mm -hmm. well, they might feel, you know, slighted if you go and you buy off Vistaprint or Officeworks or something like that because it's cheaper. Sometimes yeah. it's not though. And I found out the other day that going to a local printer was way cheaper than going to Officeworks. Yeah. But, um, you know, then sometimes you have those issues. So I think yeah. when you're going into these kind of businesses, it's being, being really aware that everyone's on the same page. And um, yeah, so mm. I probably would never join a group like that the one that I was in, mm. um, also I really like felt good about it, mm. uh, just strictly for the reason that a lot of people just want to take, yeah. they want to take, take, take. And well, the good thing right is now, we're not charging. So it's, it's just free. There's no commitment, um, with us. Yes. So yeah. that's good. And yeah. you probably don't have rules to follow and stuff like that, which mm. we had which there were a lot of definitely, you know, merits within that, but mm. at the same time, it just wasn't working. So yeah. I think that when you're getting involved in groups like this to really be aware of why you're doing it and also to be aware that to get your best return on investment, I believe that you want to be able to also give. And so a lot of times people, you know, they're paying their bills, they're struggling with, um, they're struggling with making their rent potentially, mm. all these sort of challenges that happen and sometimes they just want to know what's in it for me and they want to take 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 and I think that these organizations work really well if people give freely on mm. understanding that having an abundance mindset means that it will all come back to you too yeah 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 no that's really good and I like what you said about the um being competitive because I actually usually go to office works but it's like a really long drive and so I went to a local business yesterday to get some office supplies and I didn't even know about it um that the business was there but I was in another shop and another shop keeper told me they said oh do you know because I said I've got to get office works blah 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 he goes go to office national and I was like where's that and he showed he told me he's like on Bullcock Street Main Street in Calandra and I went there and they were like really cheap like really cheap and office works is like way more expensive. So I got a whole bunch of things yeah. for like a whole lot less than I would have normally paid. And I was like, that's so good. I'm so grateful. So it, a lot of it is just word of mouth. And that's kind of what we're going with, with this is like word of mouth, you know, telling people this is what's around. The thing is when you go into a main street where there's shops, they're visible. And the thing with this place is that there's a lot of businesses, but we don't know they're there because they're invisible. Uh, being in someone's house. So 
yeah, I just think this is a really good learning for me. And for me, you know, the reason I'm getting involved is because I'm a good organizer. I love to organize. I like to talk. So I like to network and be involved with different people. And we did actually have, it wasn't um, strictly the Chamber of Commerce, but we did have a lady who's involved in a lot of the different chambers come in and set up a little meeting with some of the business people in here. And I actually met, I think there was like six, five or six people at the meeting. It was only quite small. But the idea was at that point to form something like this the, or a business type setup. And it never eventuated. It didn't get off the ground. But one of the ladies, I ended up doing news stories on quite a few of them. And one of the ladies is actually one of my regular clients. And she's one of my mentorship group people now. So it's really interesting how you kind of meet these people and you don't know what role they're going to play. I've got no expectation, but I just went to that little business meeting. It was like 10 minutes and she went, I really want to have a reading with you. And her husband's been to see me. She's recommended friends come as me. So it ended up being quite beneficial, um, but that wasn't my expectation. I was just there to sort of socialize and, and have a chat. So I think I don't have too many expectations in terms of what I want to get out of it. But ultimately, I just like to help other people and lift others up. And I feel like that's what I was hopefully doing with my work, you know, was when I was working as a journalist, you know, training people, helping people, talking to people, developing all of that. And I just feel like that's what I want to do in my business, which I am. And now if I can do that in the community and help other people, because let's face it, a lot of people don't promote themselves very well um, or don't know how to do that. And we've got people yeah. on this team that are event planners. You know, I've got a PR background, media, you know, we've got people with great skills. And so we're going to have like a, a guest, you know, an expert come in at these meetings that we're doing, you know, once a month or once a, every two months, we're not sure how often we're going to do them, but we're going to have a guest speaker come in and share their knowledge. You know, this is how we do this particular thing within business. So we've got a bunch of uh, guest speakers who are lined up, each of us and all have our own little credentials and things as well. So we'll all get up and have a talk, but we're going to have a guest speaker. So we're going to add value kind of in that way at those uh, right. meetings. So there'll be some incentive because to be honest, I mean, I've been to those chamber of commerce meetings and, and they may all be different, but I haven't been to one yet and they are paid. We paid to join that. I haven't been to one yet where they've actually had like a guest speaker talking about what they do. I haven't had that. It's basically everyone gets their exchanges, business cards, you know, has a chat and then leaves. That's, that's been my experience with all of the chamber of commerce meetings I've been to. And my husband pays a fee to be involved in that. So yeah, they may have them occasionally with guest speakers. I'm not sure, but I haven't seen one yet. In the inspiration section, which is coming up in just a minute, I will also recommend a really fantastic podcast of a business organization that is doing all of those things really well. And you can oh, yeah, listen great. to their podcast for free. Perfect. So just before we get to that section, um, did you want to promote your business? Because you actually um, are sponsoring the top of the hour and we forgot to give you I was yeah just thinking about that I'm yeah. um, Michelle our price of light worker on Facebook so if you want to jump on there I'm also on natural therapies pages I've joined them as well but you can find me on Facebook and I do mentorship mediumship uh, various readings angel card all that sort of stuff uh, so if you want to get some guidance confirmation I do a lot of business readings and things like that to throw the business element in um, then you can jump on Michelle R. Price, the light worker on Facebook, also mentorship. So helping people discover and develop their gifts. Perfect. Thank and you then, you know, just heading into the inspiration section, 
unless you had more to add. No, 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 but, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Okay. Um, yeah. So basically heading into the inspiration section, this is going to be sponsored by the Raw Raw Spirit team and it is a online business network. And the whole purpose of it is to really build a community where people can come together in different regions and support each other. And we do have two monthly guest power hours every month. Um, this month, for example, we had somebody who was talking about using the voice of confidence, how to do public speaking right. and how to speak with your authentic truth. And we also had somebody who was teaching about face reading. So what your forehead, your nose, your chin, and your ears and all these things mean for you. So we're constantly doing that. It's all about developing people. And uh, yeah, so if you want to know more on that, head to rahrahspiritteam.com. That's R-A-H-R-A-H spiritteam.com to find out some more information. So for the inspiration section, I will recommend a podcast. It's called the Genius Network and it's one of the best podcasts ever. I have over a hundred podcasts that I've subscribed to and it's one of the ones that I always listen to first. So mm -hmm. if I don't know what I'm going to choose, I just choose that one and it's so good. And it's basically, it's uh, business owners who are making over a million dollars a year and they're all in this network called the Genius Network, which is started by Joe Polish, who's an amazing person. And they get together and they do all this training and they support each other and they've got guest experts that come in and it's really amazing. But the podcast is free. And so you can listen to some of the guest speakers that they actually have a genius network. These people are paying, uh -huh. I think, 25 grand easily a year to be in this. Wow. And so this network is like a free podcast where you can actually leverage on some of the things that they are learning, which is just amazing. So if people are interested in finding out a bit more about, um, you know, other networks and what they're doing, or just want to listen to some incredible content, that's mm -hmm. one. Uh, another book I'll recommend or, and a book I'll recommend today is a book called the go giver. And the go giver is really just about, it's a story. It's kind of done, um, you know, business book, but story style, mm -hmm. which is awesome. And it's really just basically about a guy who's, um, you know, goes around and he meets all these sort of really successful business people. And the whole point of everything that they teach him is that when you give to others, other like good, good things come to you. And I think that, you know, I kind of mentioned it off the top, but you know, when, when people are in business networks, they will only work if everybody is being generous and mm -hmm. on the same sort of plane, mm -hmm. as opposed to what's in it for me. I think if we operate from a what's in it for me perspective, then um, that's when these things don't work very well. Yeah. So the go giver is a really good, really simple read, lots of fabulous lessons written by Bob Berg and another guy who I can't remember right now, but there's also a go giver podcast oh. as well. If anybody wants to listen to that. All right. We'll put all the links yeah. to those in the show notes. Yeah. So those are just kind of my little inspo suggestions for, uh, for this particular subject. Yeah, it's great. There's a lot of fabulous, I've been getting back into podcasts a little bit with not having as many clients because you can sort of listen to them while you're sitting at home and they're running in the background. So that's a great one. I'm going to have a little listen to that, The Go-Giver and The Genius Network. That was a Genius yeah, Network, the first genius one. Genius Network. Yeah, so I love that. Good. 
Love that. So we'll pop all of that in the, uh, in the show notes. So yeah, I guess the only um, inspo that I wanted to sort of finish up for, and, and this is probably a little bit personal, but you know, I feel like getting involved in the business network for me, it's not for everyone, but I feel like for me, that's a good way to meet other people within the community, potentially, you know, mm-hmm. maybe get more business for myself on those quiet days and things like that. But I feel like, you know, strength in numbers for me, because it is yeah. quite isolating. You know, sometimes I sort of, I might read for eight, nine people in a day. And then at the end of that, my husband works long hours and I'm often just sitting here, you know, at the end of the day, I'm often just here. So I feel like I give a lot and I give a lot and I give a lot. And what I feel like when I, when I've joined this little network, cause we meet like once a week, it's like, I get to get out of the house cause I'm working from home. I get to get out of the yeah. house we go down the road, and we have a little chat and they're all in the same boat. So I feel like listening to their stories and and things like that it makes me feel kind of less isolated because eventually my husband will have a business but at the moment he's still working for someone else so it does feel a little isolating so I feel like for those of you who are listening our listener at home it, it can be isolating working from home it can be isolating working remotely so my feeling is whether it is like a, a chamber or whether it is like a smaller little networking group or something on Facebook you know, there's little groups on Facebook and things like that. I feel like sometimes we need that. We need that support. We need that person who understands what we're going through because Jason doesn't always get that. You know, when I'm having those kind of moments where I'm like, oh my God, I think the, I'm like chicken little, the sky's falling on my head. Jamie or someone else in my little business networking group will get that and they'll be able to reflect that back towards me and they can empathize, you know, they can empathize ultimately. So I feel like yeah. that is, you know, my little piece of inspo. Um, and I really need that, you know, I really need that because we're talking on like a daily basis now, which is wonderful. So also yeah. I will say that, you know, before I was made redundant from the company, I did start Raw Raw Consulting because after my six year burnout, I was ready mm. to start again. That's right. And uh, one of the reasons why I joined that network group was so I could show up and be that person. Yeah. And so it's a great idea as well. If you have a side hustle to yep. join a business group, assuming that it's the right fit for you. I yeah. we've established that yeah. or to start your own or to come and join the raw, raw spirit team, but essentially to step out in that, in the way, in the way you want to be received as your side hustle. Yeah. So for me, it was like showing up like raw, raw where I wasn't showing up like the other business person that I was 50 Mm. hours a week. So that was really powerful. So kind of like you're saying, getting out of the house networking, it's the same thing. It's stepping into the the business mindset that you want to grow into is really helpful. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's certainly what I found. So Lauren, uh, next episode, this is one that I think you may have come up with. It's yin and yang. So running versus <laughs> yoga, those sorts of things. What was your um, inspo behind that? And, and just as a little bit of a teaser for next week. Hmm. Well, I kind of didn't really realize about the male and female energy and the giving and the receiving. And you kind of taught me about that. And so I thought that maybe we could do an episode on yin and yang and kind of the importance of giving and receiving. Mm. I think that as women, we have a really hard time receiving. And I will tell you that in the workshop that I did, you know, uh, this week, a lot of the women in the group didn't take a lot of time for self-care and didn't necessarily, um, understand how it wasn't selfish to do that. 
What do you mean? How do you, what do you mean self-care? Like, like taking time for yourself, like doing what you want, taking like a massage, five to 10 minutes life. for your a massage, going for a walk, okay. sitting and yep, meditating, yep. doing like a body treatment, like reading. You said book. self-care. I thought you meant showering and I was like, oh my God, no. what? No, no. <laughs> I understand. No, yeah. I mean, pampering. Like, um, I call that pampering. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just filling up your cup, honestly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Isn't it funny though how you say pampering? When when I hear pampering, I almost think that's an overindulgence of wow. giving back to ourselves. I think that we need to um we need to fill our cup all the time. Yeah. So we need to pamper all the time. I guess I just always assumed that the word pampering was like on top of what we're already doing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it could be a face mask, couldn't it? I, I guess when I think of pampering, it's like me booking in and doing something externally to like where I am. Yeah. But I mean, giving yeah. myself a face mask or doing like a beautiful bubble bath or something is is. That's right. I'm. Duck, I would call that pampering five, though. As taking well. five minutes yeah. to just yeah. sit and be with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because I think sometimes we forget that. Like I always use the analogy, I go, you know, if you're a full cup of something and you're mm. just giving and giving, you're pouring out, yeah. eventually you will have nothing left That's if you don't replenish. That's it. So I just yeah. think with yin and yang, I thought you could shed a light, a lot, a lot of light on that actually about, yeah, I will. Yeah, about yeah. giving and receiving. And I, I liked, you know, yeah, with the running versus the yoga, the, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So in business too, we do give a lot and it's kind of more of a yang world. So mm. You know, I did an interesting episode a little while ago in the afterlight, which was like how to have a spiritual, how to be spiritual within business. It was Mm -hmm. a really interesting conversation, which I put on that, that podcast, because I thought that, you know, sometimes the two of them don't seem to match. Yeah. Um, For you, it's a no brainer. It's really a lot about who you are, Mm. obviously. For me, it's but business harder. isn't natural for me because I haven't done that before. So yeah, the me, zero thing is terrifying. For me. Yeah. And then also wanting to be relatable to people without being too woo-woo. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's an yeah. interesting mix, isn't it? Um, I actually found, and I'll, I'll chat about this next week, but I was looking up yin yang because someone said to me, oh, something about yin yang. And they wrote Y-I-N-G-Y-A-N-G. And I was like, isn't it yin yang? isn't it? You know, and then I was really questioning it. It's like the ceiling fan in my room. I'm like, is there a ceiling fan? I don't know. So then I was like, is it yin yang or yin yang? And uh, it is yin yang, but I I was reading the definition and it's a bit offensive. It's a bit offensive. So I'll put this in the, uh, I'll give you a little tease, but I'll, I'll sexual. No, no, no. It was just offensive (laughs) towards women. The male, the yang was very complimentary and the women, it was making out women were like communists or something. It was really funny, this definition oh. that I found. So, yeah, I'll, I'll talk you through that next week. I'll put it into the show notes. But, yeah, the way that they were talking about women, I was like, ooh, hang on. I think a male, a man has written this definition out. But it was like the official definition of yin-yang. It was really funny. Um, so I'll give you a little tease for that for next week. So, Lauren, do you want to kick us off with the outro? This has been the Business in the Front, Party in the Back, Podcast. I went really high then. Uh, If you loved what you heard today, 
then tell all your friends let everyone know we are on all the different social media pages sites we've got pinterest we've got everything tiktok we don't use it don't worry about that uh twitter the whole thing so if you want to follow us follow us share away comment you know let us know what we want to hear about we do try to give as much value as we can in every episode and if you didn't like what you heard today don't tell anybody (laughs) thanks for listening we'll see you next week thanks for listening (laughs) see ya